Hey, this is Saili and you're tuned into the morning show only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm David Wardenkoch. It's Thursday, June 1st. Coming up on today's show... Any increase will impact a student's ability to attend university, whether that big or small. That's one of the elected reps at the Mount Allison Students' Union responding to the latest round of tuition hikes. We'll have more on the university's newly released budget right after some news and information briefs. The Southeast Regional Service Commission met Tuesday evening for its annual general meeting. The board, which is made up of elected officials from municipalities around the Southeast, accepted audited financial statements and an annual report covering 2022 and also elected its executive for the next year. Roger Casey, mayor of Shediac, will remain as chair for another year, and Memram Cook, mayor Maxime Bourgeois, will remain as vice chair. Moncton mayor Don Arnold will remain as the executive member. Tanchmar Mayor Andrew Black was at the meeting and says the board voted unanimously to keep the same slate in their executive, foregoing their usual succession plan due to the past year of changes coming from local governance reform. The Regional Service Commission board meets monthly at the Eco360 building outside of Moncton. Unseasonably warm weather is expected to continue today, according to Environment Canada. A special weather statement said the maximum temperature across most of New Brunswick will reach close to 33 degrees, except for on the Fundy Coast. Conditions are not expected to reach formal heat warning criteria, but these temperatures are especially warm for this early in the season, the weather statement said. Forecasted highs and lows will be 10 to 12 degrees above normal values. Conditions will improve late in the day with the passage of a cold front. People are advised to reduce their risk by scheduling outdoor activities during the coolest part of the day if they can. And now for today's main story. Previously on Tantramar Report, we brought you some of the details from Mount Allison University's new budget for the 2023-24 fiscal year. It includes a 3% hike, uh, hike in tuition. That brings overall tuition to more than $10,000 annually for domestic students, following a $290 increase, and more than $20,200 annually for international students who will see a $590 hike. In addition to the general increase in tuition fees, there are also separate increases for new aviation students and also for residence fees and meal plans. During legislative hearings on post-secondary education earlier this year, Mount Allison administrators said costs are rising faster than revenue, especially with rates of inflation that broke records going back four decades last year. Students are also feeling the pressure from rising costs of living. The Mount Allison Students Union, or MASU, released a statement on the budget last week. It acknowledged some key budgetary requests were addressed, notably $100,000 for physical accessibility projects on campus, but said the student union is deeply disappointed with the tuition hike. MASU also stated that residence fees will increase anywhere from $200 to $1,000, depending on room type. For more on this issue, CHMA spoke to MASU President Olivia War and Bailey Andrews, who is the Student Union's VP Communications and Marketing. We represent approximately 2,300 students, and I think the general effect on students will be um, any increase will 
impact a student's ability to attend university, whether that big or small. And this increase, while expected um, in some aspects, will impact students' financial um, accessibility to university. Is the, the solution more government funding or does MASU have a position um, on, on how the government should finance these things and, or ensure uh, accessibility to university for students? Well, our ultimate goal is to have ongoing relationships with the university, the provincial and the federal governments um, to work towards solutions that address the needs of students financially. Um, we don't have a political stance on this. We just want to work with all parties who can impact accessibility and affordability of students' education. Do you think free tuition should be the goal? There's been demands uh, from groups in the Quebec student movement, for example, over the years, and it's been implemented in a number of countries around the world. I would say that that the answer to that question is largely dependent on uh, individual people. I'm not sure that we could comment as the Masseuse stance as a student union in terms of free tuition. Um, but obviously our goal as a student union that advocates for the students is going to be education that's most accessible and affordable for all students because quality education is important and we don't feel as though people's financial situation should impact people's ability to get a job and um, fulfill their their goals and aspirations. The university's operating budget is based on a 2% increase in a grant from the provincial government that covers 44% of operating revenue, another 50% of the university's revenue comes from tuition and student fees. Altogether, the university will have a $2 million operational deficit for the coming fiscal year. Mount Allison has faced a deficit annually for four years in a row, according to Robert Engels, VP of Finance and Administration for the university. We're able to do this for a reasonably short period of time because the cash coming in and out of the university is always sufficient and will should be sufficient the next few years to always meet all the things that we have to spend our money on. Um, so, no, we've not had to go to the bank, for example, to finance uh, the deficit over the last few years. Yeah. But so, because of the specifics of the way cash flow at Mount Allison operates, uh, Mount Allison isn't actually going into debt to finance it. We're it's not borrowing from the bank. Borrowing from banks to not go. Not yet. Not yet. And so why over the, the past four years have you resorted to, to, to a deficit, an operating deficit? Uh, why now? Well, um, it is because there is, well, one thing is we had to deal with the pandemic, right? And so that was two of the four years easy. Um, so we got, we received no support, external support, unlike some other jurisdictions to deal with costs of the pandemic, which were, I, I don't have it handy, but it was between one to $2 million, perhaps even $2 million. Then the other years that were at the costs that were not pandemic related, it's really a view about uh, recognizing what it takes to support a small university with all the things that we're doing. So, um, uh, we've put resources into a whole host of areas uh, over the last years. So we have put resources into into sexual violence, into counseling, into marketing, for example, in order in an effort to increase enrollment. You got to spend the money first to recruit the students, whether it's program development, marketing, communications, recruiting, all those things take efforts, and you have to hire the people, spend the resources 
developed programs, and then and then and then I and then ideally that needs to turn into more students. The provincial government has said that universities will receive another 1.5% increase in their operating grant if they manage to increase enrollment by 2%. Ingalls said that for the purposes of this year's budget, enrollment remains essentially flat. At Mount Allison, 700 new students are expected in the fall. Last year, 750 were expected, but only 690 showed up. New Brunswick has witnessed a large-scale decline in post-secondary enrollment over the past 20 years, the only province in the country facing that situation, according to Higher Education Strategy Associates, a Toronto-based consulting firm. Another feature of post-secondary education in New Brunswick is the high level of debt that students tend to hold when they graduate. Students who graduate with a bachelor's degree in New Brunswick end their studies with an average of $40,000 in debt, the second highest rate in the country after Nova Scotia, according to 2015 data from Statistics Canada. The Federation of New Brunswick Faculty Associations has attributed rising tuition and heavy debt loads to a gradual reduction of provincial government funding for universities, at least in terms of the share of costs actually shouldered by the province. Here's Jean Sauvageau, past president of the Federation of New Brunswick Faculty Associations, speaking before a legislative committee in February. He addressed the committee in French with live interpretation in English provided by the Legislative Assembly. And in the case of New Brunswick, in 1979-1980, the government funded public universities at a rate of 82% of their operational costs. And in 2019-2020, with the latest data that are available to us, this rate is 56% for the share of universities' operational costs that are funded by the provincial government. So there's been an erosion of public funding on the part of governments. CHMA asked Robert Engels, the Mount A administrator, about the gradual erosion of government funding since the 1980s that Sauvageau described. Engels said that what happened in the 80s is ancient history and that he's looking to the future. The head of the Mount Allison Faculty Association did not respond to a request for comment by broadcast time. And that's it for Tanshamar Report for this Thursday, June 1st. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm David Gordon-Koch. Thanks for listening. My name is Otoha Hanadani, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Special weather statement in effect. Unseasonably warm weather continues. Time span today, maximum temperature near 33. Locations, most of New Brunswick, excluding the Fundy Coast. While conditions are not expected to reach formal heat warning criteria, these temperatures are especially warm for this early in the season. Forecasted highs will be 10 to 12 degrees above normal values. Conditions will improve tonight with the passage of a cold front. Reduce your risk. Schedule outdoor activities during the coolest parts of the day. Please continue to monitor alerts and forecasts issued by Environment Canada. To report severe weather, send an email to nbstorm at easy.gc.ca or tweet reports using hashtag NB storm. And now the weather. Sunny this morning and early this afternoon, then a mix of sun and cloud, with 30% chance of showers late this afternoon. Risk of a thunder shower late this afternoon. Fog patches along the Fundy Coast earlier this morning. 
high of 32, except 23 along the coast, Humidex 35, UV index 8 or very high. Tonight, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers this evening with a risk of a thundershower, low of 11. Tomorrow, Friday, becoming cloudy in the morning with a few showers, amount 2 to 4 millimeters, wind becoming north 20 kilometers an hour gusting to 40 in the morning, temperature steady near 11, UV index 3 or moderate. Tomorrow night, rain low of 6. Saturday, rain high of 6. Saturday night, rain low plus 5. big each week. For just a toonie, the Rotary Club of Sackville offers you a chance to participate in the gold mine. This is a weekly lottery where the winner gets 50% of the proceeds and the other 50% goes toward gold mine expenses and the funding of community and international projects. You can pick up the gold mine registration forms at a variety of participating retailers. For a list of locations or for more information, Visit the Rotary Club's website at sackvillerotary.ca. Registration for the Mount Allison Summer Camp is now open. Mount Allison will offer a variety of week-long day camps for children ages 5 to 13 from June through August. The camp runs daily Monday to Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. with camp headquarters located in Bermuda House at 82C York Street in Sackville. For more information, email summer at mta.ca. That's summer at mta.ca. Welcome back, welcome back everyone. You're listening to the morning show on CHMA 106.9 FM, Sackville, New Brunswick. I'm your host Craig and yes, it's currently 9.15am and yeah, I'm ready to bring some great teens, some great teens for you that I have lined up here. Uh, Yeah, let's start with one song. Uh, It's called Why by Luna Owl.
like, wow, what a wonderful song. Um, we just had Santa Muerte by Boslin, and before that, we had Why by Luna Ow. Just kicking us off, you know, just starting off strong. That's that's what we're here for, just starting off strong. But I'm here to give you a quick a quick local announcement that the Town of Tantrum Kids Summer Programs Registration is now open. Enjoy programs such as Trailblazers Camp, Marty Sport, Basketball, Crafty Creations, Junior Einstein, Kids in Motion, Running Club, and so many more. For the full online summer activities guide and registration, visit sacfu.com forward slash programs. That's sacfu.com forward slash programs. And we have the Owens Gallery holding a show opening reception and barbecue for the exhibition falling through our fingers on friday june 2nd from 5 to 7 p.m so yes it's this friday that's tomorrow uh this exhibition presents a group of six contemporary artists that consider the complexities and preservation and possibilities of archives falling through our fingers can be appreciated from june 3rd to september 17th at 61 york street in Sappho. for more information visit visit owensartgallery.com or call 506-364-2574 that's 506-364-2574 yes that's what we have that's what we have tomorrow getting in back into the teens getting back into the teens um i want to give you something else you know turning it up uh we have waste my time by i don't know
been so long since we last talked Kinda feels like it's a past life yeah. hey. After all them that I've been through Still remember what you feel like yeah. hey. Maybe that just means that I ain't over you Maybe you that's someone I ain't supposed to lose Maybe I was drinking, maybe I was overthinking But I'm off that Do you miss her a lot? Yeah. Definitely miss her. All I'm trying to say is, I'm missing us. Things ain't been the same since we both gave up. No, I ain't trying to get up all in your business. Just know that I'm respecting all of your wishes. All I'm trying to say is, us by Jordan and before that we had Waste My Time by Eleanor. Such amazing songs. And yeah, this is we're just starting. We're just starting and somehow, somehow I don't know how, but somehow it's 9.28 already. Um, It's 9.28. So we just left with a couple more minutes, uh, 32 minutes. We can do this. It's fine. So I just want to I just want to introduce that the Port Elgin Student Summer Jobs is open. So if you're a student looking for a job in the Port Elgin area who is at least 16 years old and returning to school in September, Stray Shores is hiring two people from maintenance work starting the week of June 25th for eight weeks at 35 hours per week. Your resume can be dropped off at Stray Shores office or emailed to clerk at straight shores clerk at straight dash shores.com that's clerk at straight dash shores.com straight s-t-r-a-i-t dash shores.com by june 16th at 4 p.m yeah so let's 
keep on going. Let's keep on going. Coming up, coming up next, we have Hate by Inman. Call me and text me when you see this.